Blog Talk Radio. Don't touch me. I'll beat your brains out. I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Gypsy. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. I think that the NFL knows what Randy Moss has done with marijuana, and I think the NFL knows what Randy Moss does with marijuana. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Good morning, and thank you for joining me. Of the morning, <laughs> those of you already on Facebook Live, the millions obviously listening around the world on Blog Talk Radio live from Hollywood, California. This is Alistair Conrath, and this is Tough Love. Uh, Anthony already is <laughs> saying it's going to be a Tom Brady dick sucking podcast. Hey, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I'm probably not going to touch too much on on the games uh, or on the Super Bowl. Ah, who knows? Maybe I will. Um, I, you know what? It's I love I love the fact. Like I mentioned last week, I love the fact that Jets, Dolphins, and Bills fans, you know, rag on Brady and the, and the Patriots and their success over twenty years. You know, it just reminds me a lot of the early '90s when the Pistons, Pacers, and Knicks fans were thrashing on Michael Jordan and the Bulls so much. Oh, jealousy is an evil, evil drug. Uh, But, eh, you know what? It's going to be, I don't know. I don't know. I'll get to the Super Bowl, I guess, shortly. I don't know if it's going to be a good one. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Patriots always play close um, Super Bowls, so therefore, you know, it probably is going to be a close one. I just think the Patriots are going to roll them. I really do. Um, Anthony said the Jets created the monster, and that's true. They did. The Jets created uh, the Patriots. Uh, So you have nobody to blame but yourself. Look in the mirror. Uh, One thing I just have to hit on, I I open up an ESPN page this morning, and it says on this date, January 27, 1984, I have to mention this because it's just ridiculous. And this is, you know, I know the game has changed in sports in general, it's changed and so forth, but it almost is counter to what our society wants. You know, we want all this scoring, scoring, open the game up, hockey, blah, blah, blah. And on this date, 1984, Wayne Gretzky extends point scoring streak. He reached a streak to 51 games today. It ended the next game, but in that 51 games, he scored 61, I can't say it without laughing, 61 goals and 92 assists in 51 games. That is, 
I mean, it just you can't make it up. It never obviously will be replicated again. But in 51 games, Wayne Gretzky scored 61 goals and 92 assists on his way to 200 and I think 14 points that game. This day and age, in, a, in an up-tempo, spread it out, let's score points, 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 you're, I mean, people get 100-point seasons, and they're like, oh, yeah, he had a good year. He had a good year. Wayne Gretzky had, I think, four 200-point seasons. <laughs> I love it. It's just so funny. Um, you know, I'm older, uh, so I, I'm a big fan of the 80s and 90s uh, when it comes to sports, especially in the 80s. I just think that was a real golden decade. Uh, not only because I'm a 49er fan at that time, um, you know, but because the Lakers and Celtics uh, were crazy, you know, in the 76ers, you know, at the early part, and Jordan comes in, Wayne Gretzky is there, Montana, Jerry Rice. Uh, um, and I turn on the TV this morning, uh, and the game that's starting right now is Georgetown at St. John's. And, you know, because of all this bullshit conference, you know, mix-ups and stuff like that, the the purists like myself miss what used to be in the 80s. And just by chance, I flip on to ESPN Classic, and they're showing Georgetown at St. John's, 1985, Patrick Ewing, Chris Mullen, um, I mean, it's just, it's fun to watch. By the way, Patrick Ewing's nostrils are so huge. I would be, I would bet a lot of money that he could probably stick silver dollars up his nostrils. There's no doubt. They are massive. He's <laughs> just like huge. <laughs> I'm probably going to be called a racist for that. So um, bring it on. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So real quick, um, I just say, you know, I want to touch, like I said, in my header uh, for the for the show, I want to talk about, you know, I, and I know it's a week old, but Saints fans and they're bitching, you know, sports fans and myself included. You know, we never think about if the tables were turned, if you turn a situation around, you know, it's always about you and your team. It's a very selfish outlook. Tough. Um, but for Saints fans. Obviously, they've been crying and complaining and like signing petitions. Just this is sports fans. You guys, I, I'm old enough now, and I, I realized this obviously a long time ago, but what your teams do has zero to do with you. You know, like to get upset about what your team does. Granted, I'm to blame kind of now I don't necessarily let it bother me you know like I used to because of this fact we get so wrapped up in what your team does there's no basis for the emotion though because you have no you you don't dictate at all what the team does zero so for you to get upset about it it's just it's a it makes zero sense. It, it's a bad look on our society in general about, oh, you know, like people flipping cars and, you know, Philly having to grease light poles. It's just pride that goes along with uh, your city's team or your state's team is very pathetic. 
Uh, and so, therefore, Saints fans crying about the missed pass interference call, you know, first off, turn the situation around. If that would have happened to the Rams and the Saints would have moved on, guess who would have not said shit about the missed call? Saints fans. You know, so let's just be real, all right? Don't fans realize that God controls the outcome of sporting events? <laughs> exactly, Justin. It, that is that's the biggest takeaway to me is nobody ever wants to turn a situation around, right? You know, I mean, again, if this if the tables were turned and the Rams got screwed, Saints fans would be the first ones to be like, well, that's the way it goes. That's just the way sports are. You know, you win some, you lose some. They didn't throw the flag, so apparently it's not a flag. And and you know that is exactly what they would have done. And so I just get annoyed by that whole thing. Now, here's the other side to it. And I mentioned this basically after the game last week, but I don't do a show every day, so I didn't talk about it. I did mention it online, but if my aunt had a dick, she'd be my uncle. Good point, Dino, and you're, you're proving my point. But never mind the fact that the Rams, you know, got screwed on a missed face mask call on Jared Goff. Uh, I think it was second. I have it here. Uh, on second and goal from the five with 649 left in the fourth quarter. All right. At the time, it was 20 to 17 New Orleans. Los Angeles is driving. They're down to the five. Jared Goff scrambles out left. You all remember what happens. Goes left, gets his head yanked back. I mean, it's ridiculously obvious, as obvious as the Miss P.I. call. Goff's head gets ripped backwards by the face mask and nothing is called so it goes to third and goal they run they get stopped they have to settle for a field goal make it 20 to 20 all right if that face mask call was called which it should have been for ron i miss you bud welcome if that face mask call (laughs) was called they would have had first and goal Not saying it's a for sure touchdown, but more than likely they would have put it in and gone up by four instead of tying the game, which would have meant overtime would have never even happened. And not only that, Saints fans, but you had an opportunity in overtime. You got the ball first and you threw an interception. So all this complaining first off again if the tables were turned you wouldn't be complaining that's the way the game's gone they didn't throw a flag and so because it's you why why i cry cry but you had your chances you had your chances you were up 13 nothing the rams couldn't hear they couldn't do anything oh and by the way their headsets weren't working how coincidence is that on the road in new orleans and the rams headsets aren't working new orleans is working fine but the rams headsets ah fuck them i mean so you're up 13-0 and then it's 13-10 before half you go up 20 to 10 after half 
Rams go three and out, you get a touchdown. You're up 20-10. You have so many opportunities. And so you pick out the one thing, and granted, terrible But it was a bang-bang. It really was in the moment. Obviously, when you slow it down, you can sit there. I am going to talk about Tom Ferran. (laughs) He's so dumb. When you slow it down, it makes it a lot worse than it was. But when you watch it in real time, it's a bang-bang play. And I don't want everybody going back and sitting there, you know, trying to lobby so we can have pass interference calls. I, I don't want that. That's just, uh, you know, let's just, I'm watching that Georgetown St. John's game. There's no graphic on the TV. They don't even have a three-point line yet. But, you know, it's just the simplicity sometimes is a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so bottom line, New Orleans, shut up. Just shut up. After 09, especially from a Vikings fan, you can suck it. Because after 09, after you got away with murder on Brett Favre, I mean, it. You guys are lucky to not to even like have the opportunity that the karma devils haven't like shut you down completely. Uh, so therefore, I don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. You guys had your ample opportunity to win that game. You should have won that game outside of the pass interference, but you let the Rams back in it. By the way, the only reason you were not up more than 13 zip is because you settled for field goals. That's not, again, that's, that's your fault. You know, Rams throw a pick or a pick. You get it on, I think, that 15 or something. You get a field goal. Six nothing. That's, it should have been 14 zip. I don't, I don't feel bad for you at all. That's all I know. I, I don't feel bad for you whatsoever. If it was turned around, you wouldn't care. And that's the bottom line. So cry cry, cry. I love nothing more than seeing Saints fans bitch and complain and cry. I love it. So Dino and Chad and Robert, all you Saints fans out there, suck it. (laughs) That's all I can say. And hopefully you'll never be back there again. Although I love Drew Brees. I really do. I will say this. The one thing, the Rams, I I mean, they outrushed the Saints. The Saints just played a, a weird dumb game they really did I mean they ran for 48 yards 48 yards like sorry not gonna win (laughs) all right moving on Chiefs Patriots um you know what I I tell you what (laughs) Justin you have to understand first off for Ron he is joking by the way he is just playing around (laughs) but Patriots and Chiefs um, you know, I tell you what, that's another game to where Chiefs, you are playing at home. It's not as though the Patriots defense is very good. It's not great by any means. And you didn't score. You didn't score in the first half at home in an AFC championship game. You didn't score. Think about that. You're lucky to go to overtime. I mean, to be down 14 nothing at half is embarrassing. I mean, seriously embarrassing. And so, therefore, it may, you guys made a game of it, obviously, and now everybody's, obvious, you know, again, oh, overtime rules should be different. No, you know what? Make your defense better. How about that? Chiefs' defense was 31st during the season. 
I, that's not it's not a surprise to me that they they couldn't stop Tom Brady in overtime. Get your defense a little bit better, and maybe you'll do better. I mean, it's not it. You know, I I have no sympathy for Chiefs fans whatsoever. You know, if, first off, score a point in the first half, uh, and and maybe the outcome's going to be different. Patrick Mahomes was not that great, sixteen to thirty one. Obviously, had a great second half. Um, you know, but I mean, you can't start off like that against New England of all teams. Tom Brady is Tom Brady. 46, 348 yards. He threw two picks, though, you know, which let Kansas City back in that game. And there was four different lead changes in the fourth quarter. I mean, one thing I failed to mention real quick in that Rams-Saints game, a 57-yarder by Zerline, by the way. By the way, 57-yarder to clinch it. And it was down Broadway. Just split the uprights. It was beautiful. God, it was a beautiful thing. I loved it. But as far as Tom Brady and the Patriots, you know, people understand the gravity of how impressive it is what they're doing. And I don't want to hear Spygate, Deflategate, all that shit. It is, it, it's been widely known. Everybody inflates or deflates. Footballs, Aaron Rodgers included. He came out and said it. So throw all that bullshit out. Spygate, everybody up until then videotaped each other's practices, had spies doing it, Patriots got caught. It's, it, you always, at this level, you have to have one up. Difference is Patriots are just better. They're just better than everybody else. You know, I mean, I'm a Vikings fan, so I have no, you know, horse in the race. I've got nothing for the Patriots. I do appreciate. That's why I love Tiger Woods. That's why I love Tom Brady. That's why I loved the 49ers in the eighties. It's sports. Isn't about mediocrity. Sports is about greatness. You want to watch the best play. That's why watching Jordan in the, you know, late eighties, early nineties was just so incredible because it was Jordan. You know, I mean, it's like, how do you not appreciate what he is and what he's doing? You know, I mean, it, to sit and bag on a team that has been winning for almost two decades is preposterous. Think about what they have been dominant for almost 20 years. We talk about teams of the decade. Steelers 70s, 49ers 80s, Cowboys 90s, you know, and then to have a team do it (laughs) since 2001, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. And And even more impressive, more impressive than anything, is there's only been two people who have been there for the whole 18 years, and that is Brady and Belichick. Think about all the different moving parts. The first three Super Bowls with the defense and Bruschi and, and uh, uh, you know, all the – I can't even – I'm brain farting. But the defense, Ty Law, and so forth. And then, obviously, Randy Moss gets there with, with Wes Welker, and they do their thing even though they didn't win it. But all these interchangeable parts. And everybody knows 
like the mindset that the Patriots have, what they do, but no team in a copycat league stops it. It's, it's crazy to me. Why doesn't anybody ever copy what the Patriots do, offensively especially? You know, defensively, <clears throat> it's tough. And I think there's better defenses, so I wouldn't do that. But that just shows what Tom Brady is. You know, again, jealousy is a, a, a dish best served cold. And it's incredible how many people hate on Tom Brady. Yeah, and I, I agree with you, Justin. The, their fans can suck it. Can you imagine being a Patriots fan, being 20 years old, just 20 years old, and not knowing anything else but 14 AFC championship games, uh, you know, uh, 10 Super Bowls, this, or this is going to be his ninth, I'm sorry, his ninth Super Bowls. You're 20 years old. This will be your ninth Super Bowl. So half of your life, you've gone to a Super Bowl. This is your eighth straight AFC championship game, 13th overall. So almost 75% of your life, if you're 20 years old and you're a Boston fan, has been at least in an AFC championship game and almost half in a Super Bowl. It's shocking to think about. And it is Tom Brady, Anthony. I just, it's, by the way, those of you on Facebook, Anthony is a Jets fan. <laughs> and so he is, his disgust towards Tom Brady is more than anybody I've ever met. And I find it hilarious. It is Tom Brady and Belichick. That is the best argument in the history of sport. Which one is more important? It truly is. I don't, I don't know what the answer is. Bill Belichick, I would argue only because he has instilled a mindset in a franchise that players know. Like, look at Randy Moss. You know, I'm a Vikings fan. Randy Moss was a malcontent in Minnesota, even though he's a, he was a Hall of Famer here. He was still a pain in the ass. He goes to the Patriots, and we... I, I should preface this by saying the, the Vikings dealt with it. We put up with it for a while. He goes to Oakland. He ends up getting traded to the Patriots for a nickel. And then does the record with Brady in 07. They lose that Super Bowl. And then he starts acting up. And Belichick just is like, beat it. And he trades him back to Minnesota because we're idiots. And gets a third out of us. And, and washes his hands. Of him, that is what I love about Bill Belichick. He is it is truly his way or the highway, and that is the way it should be. And every business is like that. No employee runs the business. The CEO runs the business, and the manager and the boss run the business. So if you're going to be a bitch, you're out. And that's what I love about Belichick. Everybody who goes to New England, agent or a trade, you know how you have to act. And that is so, you know, it's the same thing with San Antonio and Greg Popovich. I've compared those two, you know, over the years, numerous times. But knowing what you're getting into, it's, you know, I was Army, Army Infantry. 
And so when I went to basic training, it shocked me how many people were in basic training that were just surprised that they were getting yelled at. Like, I can't believe they're yelling at me. What's going on? And they were pouting and they were suicidal. And, uh, and I'm looking at them like, are you fucking stupid? Like, what did you expect basic training to be? You know, like a, a resort? Did you come here thinking like it was going to be cakes and pies? I don't understand. And that is, uh, to me, I just went there with the mindset of, yeah, I know what this is going to be about. I know it's going to be discipline. I know it's going to suck. And it did really bad. But I went into it with that mindset. So it wasn't as bad. It wasn't like I was, oh, my God, what's going on? And that is how people go to New England. The Patriots have a system in place that if you do not adhere to, you're out. And that's the way it should be. Antonio Brown last in New England with all the bullshit that he's doing right now. So many people in the league wouldn't last. They don't, there's, a, there's been a few times where people go to New England and are like, oh, I don't like New England. Well, guess what? That means you don't like to win. You don't like to be a part of a team. You're all about yourself and you're selfish. Those are the people who don't fit in. And that is why I like what the Patriots do. I'm a Vikings fan. If they play the Patriots, I want the Vikings to win. Obviously, we should have won this year, 10-10 into the fourth and, you know, fucked up. But when it comes to my second favorite team, absolutely, because of Brady and Belichick. And again, Belichick, I can make the argument for, but as a quarterback in the NFL, and I've said this, you know, till I'm blue in the face, the number one attribute of an NFL quarterback is accuracy. You have to be able to throw the ball accurate and win. And Tom Brady is so accurate. It's incredible. Troy Aikman was another one who was so incredibly accurate. Wasn't the best ever. Wasn't the most mobile, so forth. Obviously, Brady's not the most mobile, but he is so accurate, and he's so cerebral and so smart. (laughs) It's just, it's unbelievable. And so that is why he has, and and the thing is, the the one thing that Tom Brady has, uh, you know, over a lot of other players is just his, again, like I, I posted on uh, on Facebook or whatever, I I just showed he that little bit where he says, "I just like winning, I love winning," and his his will to win is still great. He's not satisfied. He's been to eight straight AFC Championship games, thirteen overall. This is going to be his ninth Super Bowl, and he's still hungry. Post his Instagram with Gronkowski and him. You know, with the we ain't going nowhere uh, in the background, that music. It's just, that is the epitome of Tom Brady. It's his, keep doubting us. Keep doubting us. You know, the whole we suck, all that type of shit. You know, keep doubting them. And they just, why? I just never understand why people, you know, oh, this is it. He had one bad game. This is it. He's done. And it's like, God, you know, I mean. That's our society. You know, we're so quick to, you know, on to the next, on to the next, oh, he sucks. It's like, no, let people have a bad day, right? We all have bad days. But when it's Tom Brady, because people hate him so much, 
They're like, oh, yeah, he's done. He's done. It's the same thing with Tiger Woods five, six years ago when he, you know, he had the back issues and so forth. I was the one who said, as long as he's healthy, he will be back. And sure enough, he's back. Why? Mentally. He is so strong mentally. And I'm talking to Tiger. Tom Brady is too. Now, again, you can hate you can hate on him all you want, but he's a winner. He is a winner. Belichick is a winner too, and they are the best relationship you've ever seen in the history of sport. Got 90 seconds left. Um, I just want to touch on Djokovic. Novak Djokovic just won the Aussie Open. Uh, Rafa Nadal, and it wasn't even a contest. He beat his ass. 6-3, 6-2, It's his record second, seventh Aussie Open, uh, which is just incredible. I love Novak Djokovic. I know a lot of haters out there who don't like him. I like him. I think he's a good dude. Um, also, what I want to chat about real quick, Tiger is back, right, but he's not in the mix. Uh, one last thing, got about 50 seconds. The NHL and NFL All-Star Games are the, the Pro Bowls today. The NHL All-Star Game was last night, which, by the way, I had no idea it was three-on-three three now. I had turned it on. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. It's terrible. NHL and NFL, the money is too great now that the players don't care. 30 years ago when the money wasn't great and players actually took pride in winning for their conference and so forth, it, it was cool to watch. Now – the money's too great. Injury is way too much of a risk to miss out on the millions that are at stake. 10 seconds, Blog Talk. Thank you for tuning in. Facebook Live, thanks for the turnout. Love you guys. Drive fast. Take chances. Tough love is out. Bye.